I can't reach it. Back again. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> they backstack the M's. What's going on, Day? Nothing chilling. What's going on, Gunner? You're looking like you're giving this preppy schoolboy, like, uh, you about to go ride on Logan's yacht, you know, in the vineyard yes, of one of summertime. My she told me she was tired of the hoodie, so, you know, I had to. Not one of the viewers said, you got to. <laughs> she said, hoodies <laughs> are Put the hoodies up. I said, you know what? I'm going to change it up for you, boo. So, you know, okay. this for you, sis. You know who you is. Ting, 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 ting. Well, y'all, I'm that's Kyron. And I am that boy, Day. And you are listening to Heard Radio, where we are hearing everyone and realizing differences. While creating a safe place for Black and queer people. And that is what we gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Day, what's, <laughs> what's been going on? What's been going on? <laughs> Um, I thought I was prepared this week. Not prepared again. <laughs> what's, what's, what's been going on with Mr. Cub? <laughs> you know, we it's funny because we was me and Dave talking about last night. He was telling me about Mr. Cub. And mm-hmm. I ain't gonna, I'm like, I can't say too much here on this Beyonce's internet for the people. But y'all, Mr. Cuff is really giving us big pappy. <laughs> no. Okay, my man is not that old. He he old. Let's not disclose. It's it's older from what I would usually go for. I'm looking for a 401k. Okay. Check. <laughs> that out. But, um, nothing. We've been chilling. You know, he's been on my good side lately. So. I know. Yeah, I think. Praise God for. You know, this might be something. It just might. But you know, still got to take baby steps because, you know, niggas change every motherfucking day. They do. Mm. Heavy on the niggas change every day. One moment they want you, next moment they ignore you. What the fuck is going See, you know, damn, I forgot to call you back last night because my best friend, she needed some help with her college shit, so I had to help her. But we didn't make up a nickname for you-know-who. Oh, I just thought about that. I remember, <laughs> before we started, before we sat down and we hit record, I was in the I use the bathroom. His name gonna be um, CB Bay. Okay. CB Bay. That doesn't give it away. Because the name I had before... When um recording in progress cuts, I need to know the meaning behind the name. <laughs> I need to know. I need to know. But yeah, it's CB Bay. Um, but like I said, I don't know. I have not talked to CB Bay in forty-seven hours. So, did you have another dream? Man, praise, praise God! God. Praise God! <laughs> praise God! Not another dream, because that dream had me shaking up my boots. Lord, I was like, oh, child. This you said, crazy. you said, <gasps> when I told you, you said, <gasps> I said, I know, right? <laughs> but, uh, 
But yeah, that's what's been going on. Um, so yeah, we about to get into our first meeting of the show. Our first segment of the show is Young and Getting It. We are we are just young and we are getting it. And this week, what's this week? This week um has been yeah, cool. December. It's December now. We are in December. Um, time to deck the halls with fa la 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 la. This week, um, I, I did have to cut somebody out on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. The group chat? Mm-hmm. No, not the group chat. Somebody no, asked some- what y'all was texting oh. in the group chat. Because you yeah. calling me informed. Yeah. yeah, what we was talking about in the group chat. Mm-hmm. I need to get informed. <sighs> I'm going to tell you after we get up here. But it was basically like some 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 ignorant ignorant ignorance being spewed and one thing about me you can try x y z the cat the dog the mama your baby daddy sister cousin girlfriend well let me tell you something i'm unsunnable you are not ever in your life on this year of our lord jesus christ our savior ever cross my name off in your damn book i'm gonna burn a hole in your book you will never ever get to say that you cleared Tyron Morgan in the years of you breathing with life in your breath, in your in your lungs. Ever say that you cleared Tyron Morgan? Like I said, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna burn a hole in this book. You ain't gonna cross his name off your list. And I did exactly that. The check has been cleared. Tink 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 tink. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna tell you when we get off here. But uh, I've been cool this week. Um, it's been a lot going on, some family stuff, um, personal stuff. But you know, I talked to Miss Tashi Poo yesterday. Y'all know we 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 shout out to Tashi Poo. I'm off the email Better Health so we can get a um, sponsorship because we talk about mental health and counseling and therapy on this podcast a little bit too much. Tashi Poo works for Better Health, huh? Tashi Poo works for Better Health. No, she works through Psychology Today. Okay, so that's her main platform, Psychology Today. Um, but I, I think, but I've heard Better Health is better than Psychology Today. I might need one of her colleagues. Yeah, I heard that uh, Better Health is more of strictly online because mm-hmm. I could go. And and see her, or I can do a video session. So we do both. But better help is just like strictly online from the comfort of your home, making you more comfortable. So you may have to go to the doctor and go to the office and sit on somebody's couch and talk. It's I heard it's better. Um, but yeah, so me and Tashi Poo talked yesterday. She be helping me out and she just be giving me what needs to be gave. And we just praise the Lord for that. Hallelujah. <laughs> and yeah. So this week I was, it was I was moving slow this week. This week seemed like a slow week. It, it seems real slow. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, like when we record, it feels like boom, like Thursday hit again. But this week, it felt slow. So yeah, but what helped me get me through was Tashi Pool, and I went to church two Sundays in a row, and I went to Bible study because I work during the days that I could go to church and Bible study. But I said, you know what? I have to I have to get the Lord because if not, somebody gonna get shanked. Yes, we gotta get the Lord his time and his blessings, child. Yeah, so I would say church got me through. 
because I've been been wanting to go and get back in, but the white man calls when corporate America calls. Corporate America calls. Mm. But what's your younger getting it? Um, I'm kind of gonna bounce off what you said. I've been wanting to go to church. I haven't been to church in a while. Um, I don't know like what's stopping me from going to church, but I really want to go to church, but I just, I have changed a whole lot since the last time I've been in church consistently. So, um, I think I've been in church like a few times this year. I think I went like once last month, but I don't know like what's stopping me from, cause I think I done stepped into a new lifestyle of things. And I just think like, damn, I don't want to go to church and then like, cause you know, Christians and church people in general, they just real judgmental. And I hate a judgmental ass bitch. And I would hate to have to cuss out my granny friends at church. So you would um, hate to I, put the motherboard in check. Yes, I just oh I almost just name dropped a few, but I had to not mother myrtle. <laughs> Yes. Murder, we talk yes. about you. But I don't know. I think I'm going to, before that year's up, I'm going to get the Lord his time. Now, don't get me wrong now. Me personally, in my own time here at home or whatnot, or like when I'm out, I do talk to the Lord, talk to him in the morning, you know, woo 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 But I think it's, to me, there's nothing like not going to church. Yeah, I can feel you on that one. I agree. Um... Because I know a lot of people like, I don't need church to believe in God. And you know what? You have free will. This is hard radio. We are hearing everyone and realizing differences, the R and the D, realizing differences. So if you say that you don't need to go to church to have a relationship with God, then so be it. But I know for me and my house and myself, I need to go to church in order to, it's like sometimes it's that get back on track. Yeah. You know, it gets you back on track. So yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just like this week has been like kind of powerful. Um, I've learned a lot of things about myself this week. Uh, I learned a lot of triggers. I learned a lot of things. And yes, and my good sister Kira Shear be getting me through my song. I said my song, my song of this season is Desire by Kira Shear. I've always loved that song, but that song, I listen to that song about three times a day. And they know, but my other song we used to go to camp was Free by Kira Shear. They know they used to be my song. They used to play free, hands used to be lifted, eyes full of tears, <laughs> stretched mm-hmm. out at the altar. Oh, child on day motherfucking four. Huh. The whole week just shifted on day four. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. That is when, okay, y'all, so we're going to get y'all back story. So me and Day used to go to this summer camp together called Kids Across America. Like every, if, y'all, if y'all knew that's how we met, we went to Christian camp together since mm-hmm. babies and yeah so day four was this day called cross talk day four was the day like they did like the reenactment of jesus christ when they put him up on the cross when he was crucified they reenacted that day and it was like a whole little come to jesus moment and then they would have you if you want to be delivered or you want to accept jesus christ to your life you go down to the front at uh, my vespers at cross talk you go down there <laughs> and yeah and then i remember we used to have silent dinner we used to have silent dinner you said be clear after you couldn't talk and mm-hmm. we would eat off paper plates and paper cups because we would no dishes and exactly. we used to 
was the pizza was nasty. Very much so. The salad was dry. And they used to have the lights dim and we used to listen to worship music the whole time during dinner. You couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. You talked, you got in trouble. You were doing push-ups on the deck. I know talk. <laughs> y'all know they talked because he was just <laughs> he y'all was, know me. You ain't he's a force that couldn't be reckoned with. <laughs> yes, you know one don't shut me up. But um and yeah, so on day four, but they used to act like they used to do like a whole little skit. And y'all, they used to just touch my little heart. And then they used to play Free by Care Cheer. Uh, that's still my song to this day. Like that album by Kier Cheer. If you don't know the album, I, I think the album name, I'm about to tell y'all the album name. I don't know the album name. Uh, that album by her, that whole album, like I'm telling you, it's, she did what needed to be done on that album. Um, like indescribable like she has the songs that she has desire free and indescribable when I tell you I put those songs them three songs on back to back <laughs> and I just just cry out to the Lord and I just and I say hallelujah mm-hmm, I do because she just did what needed to be done it's free the album name is the album name is free, but that album by Kira Shear, she needed to be done. She did what needed to be done on the album, and yeah. So, yes, um, you know, I miss, I miss those days. You know, yes, we definitely Going, back. Given you know, we used to go to camp and give the kids. If bad. you could go back, what would your role be? Would you be a counselor? So, if I could go back, yeah. Would you be a counselor? We know counselor. You already know. We said this when we were like seven. We were gonna be on L shit. <laughs> we was gonna do programs. I was definitely gonna be an OG. I was gonna change church three. Yeah, not she gonna be an office girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, it's funny because when I was supposed to go work, when I was supposed to go work the summer that COVID happened, because you know I was supposed to go work that summer. I was mm-hmm. a photographer. Okay. Yep. You know, photographers look at the how they phones too. Cause like if y'all okay so yeah so this let y'all know when you when you go to camp they take your phones so you give your phones to the people that you come with which are your kaleos they call your kaleos um, and you give your phone to them and so <laughs> we used to be sick because we didn't have our phones we used to have so much phone though like we wouldn't we really didn't care about the phones because like we had our little clique of friends so once once we all got together we had the time of our lives but I'm not gonna lie I never snuck my phone in the cabin but I always snuck my phone on the bus because. Back here, our top Kaleo, like, who ran everything and organized everything, she would be like, all right, child, before we get on the bus, y'all need to give y'all phones to y'all parents. I used to look at my Gmail like, hold on, wait. You know. So, Gone about your day, baby. Uh, so on that, on that 20-some hour bus ride to camp, they didn't let y'all have your phones? No, they did not. Oh, they wanted y'all to bond, bond. <laughs> yes. And I think, nope. like, Three or four years before COVID happened, I that's when I started. You know, I'm trendsetter. I brought my phone, child. The whole bus was using my phone to check social media. Like I was like, "Was you charging people? You you who business? You got some money? <laughs> that's crazy. We was allowed to have our phones, our gadgets, our tablets, and they would take a, They would take it like an hour out from camp. Mm. So when we got an hour out from camp or about like 30 minutes away, I would say about an hour out. Then that's like, all right, time to wrap up the phones, headphones, pick, pick, you know, they used to get us together. And yeah, 
Um, but I don't know. I was thinking about going back and working um, this summer. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about camp don't pay no money. Thank you. And my contract from two summers ago, I can't tell y'all my contract because then that's contractual obligations that I still am in. Um, I can't tell y'all the business because then they they can come sue me if they want. They come get the coins. But it was no money. Mm. It was it was no money. But granted, you don't spend money. So the way camps work. Yeah, so you weren't spending money every day. Like you, you, you had this thing called a two four. So you work camp was six days. You would go for six days. So you will go from Sunday afternoon to to Saturday morning. So that's Saturday from like twelve to Sunday to twelve, which is called your twenty four hours. Your two four. That's like your break. So that's when the counselors, the kids go home. They go back to their residence, but the counselors they would get their phones back, and then what they do, what they would do is go into the nearest city and get a hotel room, spend the night. They would go shopping, go to the mall, have fun, like you know, go out to eat, just do you know, do regular things, and then yeah, um, but. That was like the only time you were basically spending money was on your two four, but I was like, uh, this because they would go to the mall. That a lot of times, what they would do is because you know the city is small, they would go to the mall, they'd go out to eat, they'll go go kart racing, or they go to like the little the I forgot the name of the place they took us when I was in HG. It's like a little indoor activity area. They would get a room and then go to sleep. Now, yeah, some kind of some girls used to get hotel rooms just to go take a nice shower. In a room. And sleep in a red and sleep in a good bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I also heard from our home girl that some counselors was living double lives. <laughs> they was portrayed to be a bunch of eights. <laughs> they were portrayed to be somebody while we were campers. But once that two four hit, they were oh, the yeah. girl. When I went to HG, because you know when you go to HG, you have to stay over on the two four. Mm-hmm. And I was basically hanging out with those counselors, and we would go out. We would, I remember we went out to eat, and we was going out to eat, and we was at a restaurant. I think it was like at Chili's. So I, I don't. It was something like Chili's, and one of the counselors, she she was at the bar getting her some drinks. I would have been, right been right. I ain't judging. But it's just like, you know, they was teaching us throughout the week, like, don't do X, Y, and Z. Then on 2-4, they was doing the same thing. And, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of them on 2-4, they was getting hotel rooms. Like, they was doing, like, boy and girl hotel rooms. Like, camp was like, no, you can only girls have to stay with girls, boys have to stay with boys. Even on your 2-4. And if they find probable cause enough, they'll fire you and send you back home. And one thing, y'all, about camp, you do not want to get fired at Kids Across America. And they do not play about that purity line. That is not they a joke. You do not want to get fired because it's in the middle of nowhere. The airport is three hours away. <laughs> so if you get fired, you can't call an Uber to Uber mm. you to the airport unless you have a car. Yeah, unless you unless you have a car, unless you drove to camp and use a counselor. A lot of counselors flew down there and they mm. will have a shuttle. They would tell all the kids to fly. To come fly in, like they uh they will they will tell all the counselors, fly in on this day from this period of time, and we'll have shuttles come take y'all to camp because camp was three hours away from the nearest airport. So if you get fired 
throughout the week because you did some fraudulent activity, you had nowhere to go. You didn't have no, you couldn't call no Uber. You probably they have you. Out. They, they want you out. They want you to pack yourself and go. You can't sit on a. You can't, like I said, you can't be on. You you don't can't call an Uber. You probably can call a cab. You you can most likely call a cab, but that's gonna run you some money. Three hours from the airport. Three hours to the airport. Yeah. And then you need to book a flight, and you don't even know when the next flight is going out. And the airport. Let me tell y'all, it's not a major city. Like it's not like a Detroit, a Atlanta. Uh, Houston, uh, New York, like those flights are coming in and out daily. No, they have like certain flights. I remember when I flew back home, they only had two flights going back home mm. for that whole. They had two flights a day coming back to Detroit. <laughs> My mom was like, "You better not miss that flight." <laughs> Who want to be sleeping in Branson Airport? That airport is small. It is small, and it's and it stinks like mildew. Mm-mm. But yeah, so me, so I we we wanted to talk about this. Uh, we sing this, and a lot of y'all cousins is on the Meta because it ain't it ain't Facebook no more. Me the Meta Muta, me the Meta Muta. Y'all are on the internet, Facebook, the book as y'all granny call it, and y'all are arguing whether or not is it gay for a little boy to have a kitchen set. Mm. And they, how do you feel about it? I just think once again, people <laughs> are out there rabbit ass minds. People are dumb as fuck. I don't think these people ever heard of culinary school. I didn't know culinary school had a gender on it. Um, I don't think Gordon Ramsay is gay. I don't. I've um, never heard Gordon Ramsay getting his back blown out. But go ahead. Um, who else is a male chef? Now, what's going about Chef D, Santana Boo, but that might prove it's totally right. That may, that, may, that, may, that may make their narrative <laughs> true, so let's not use that one. But um, but it's just a fucking kitchen set. Like, even if it was a doll, I still don't, I still think that boys could, you know, play with with dolls i it's just like what the fuck it's a toy that's people's problem they always want kids to grow up faster than what they need to be and a toy is a fucking toy to a kid they're not thinking about oh if i play with this i'm gay but if they are thinking about that that's because you as a parent or you whoever's around them they done heard that because kids listen even when you tell as this grown people talking they they might not be in your sight but trust they're listening because i was one of them motherfuckers me too I will creep by the steps, cups on the floor, the walls. <laughs> I'm going against the tea because child, one thing about me, I'm going to spill it, but that's not here nor there. Hello. I just think that people need to stop trying to make these kids grow up just with a lot of shit. Let kids be kids because you grow up too fast. A lot, there's shit you're not ready for. The shit I wasn't ready for that th- that was thrown on me and it fucked me up. And I'm still fucked up to this day, but you know what? I'm getting through the shit. Stop letting these kids grow up fast. Let them be a fucking kid. Because when they get to here to this point, my age, Kai's age, shit, life hits you. And that bitch smack hard as fuck. And she's not going to She's not going to stop. So I just say, let these kids be kids. And you... 
motherfucking heterosexual males. You bitches, you dick in the booty bitches. You know what? I hate you motherfuckers. You motherfuckers are <laughs> the reason why I'm the girl who I am today, bitch. Because you want to know why you want your motherfucking son, Ricky and John John, and them to run on the motherfucking field. John John don't want to run on the field. He want to go in the house and cook. Let that motherfucker go cook. Do you not know chefs make bank catering, bitch? You think Wait. I'm going to come to your motherfucking house? You said John John want to cook. For real. John John don't want to be outside. He don't want to shoot no hoops. But John John want to learn grandma's recipe because that old hoe finna go. So he want to learn how to make that Look, macaroni. We said what we said a couple episodes ago. We said we ain't got no matriarchs in our generation. All y'all hoes know how to do is, is drink Hennessy and make Alfredo. Yes. We're not gonna sustain Alfredo for the rest Bitch, of our lives. You I'm not front ain't gonna motherfucking help me on Thanksgiving, ho. Granny is three seconds away from the croaking stage, bitch. John John, the only motherfucking that's one that's saving us. But John John daddy want to make him go play football. Oh, I'm weak. <laughs> yeah, you know, not, I'm being so serious. Not like, Granny is five minutes from checking out. I'm not trying to be funny, y'all. I'm being dead and serious. Stop trying to put gender on shit. Like, and then I saw the picture of the little boy in the kitchen set. The kitchen set was gray and black. I mean, e- even if it was pink or whatever, it's yeah, still yeah. they always want to just stainless steel appliances. Not. Everything's not gay and everything's not straight. Okay, everything's not fucking gay. If everything's gay to you, you gay. Fuck. Yeah, for sure. Be who you are for, for your, your pride, pride. <laughs> bitch. Don't lie. Yo, let me Y'all lucky I don't got no Hennessy right now because I'd be one of the Hennessy drinking bitch. Oh, yeah, wait, so wait, what wait. you thinking? Water. Well, I, wa- water. I'm water. Why you say it like that? It's water. <laughs> what water? Uh, who water? <laughs> water. <laughs> I don't know, child. What you, what you think I about it? I don't, well, I, I do agree with you that if my thing is like when you try to make something gay, it's like you're gay. Like this little boy, and I also want to say this. If you ever worked in like fast food or even like at a restaurant, there is, there's literally no women in the kitchen for real, for real. Like everybody, mm-hmm. even when you go to Applebee's, like whenever you go out to eat, all the chefs, are men like they usually have men in the kitchen they usually have women are your waiters um the ones that's punching in the orders hostesses like there's very few bartenders there's very few women that are in the kitchen um so and that's just, not saying like they can't be in the kitchen yeah, yeah. they just they're they just they're just not and it's a male-dominated right. field like every other field the, cul- the, the culinary field is a male-dominated field. So y'all sitting up here trying to make it gay for a little boy to have a kitchen set when half of y'all niggas worked at McDonald's and y'all was frying fries. And y'all, and I seen one dude, he talked about some, um, he posted on Instagram um, on his story. He was like, yeah, that's gay, no cap. That was the same nigga I was bossing around when I was working at Popeye's to do a 20 spiky drop. Like, 
you talking about this gay for a nigga to have a kitchen set. Now you you needed the kitchen set with Pluto because you wasn't doing my drops right when I was working at Popeyes. Mm. When I was telling y'all what to do, when I was saying y'all, I need some size made, I need biscuits trade up, I need chicken dropped, fries dropped. Y'all was not doing what needed to be done. But yeah, and then like a lot of times, a lot of jobs, like when I worked at Popeyes, they didn't they didn't even like women and like they wanted men in the kitchen. They literally wanted men in the kitchen. Like the girls was order takers, packers, and cashiers. Like them that they like, they did not like the girls in the kitchen. Like and I would say blowing their ass down. Yeah. And like even at my other job that I worked at was Chipotle, that we did have women in the kitchen. We did have girl grills. But before it was it was a lot of men. It was men that was working on the grill. Like so y'all just sound dumb sometimes when y'all talk. And it's just, it's just, it just shows how ignorant y'all are. Yeah. And y'all need to realize, and y'all really need to sit back and think and oil scout and figure out why do y'all think everything is gay? Yes, please. Like, why does me motherfucking, the next thing gonna, they're going to say gay is motherfucking gardener, a motherfucking gardener, a male gardener. Now, can't say that that might be racist. But I know what she's gonna say because I was about to say it, but I didn't say it because I was like, that does not sound politically correct. And let me not say that. Right. I'm not gonna say that, but y'all know what the fuck I'm about to say. Now that's gay too. And it's like I'm trying to figure out what else they they, they said that was gay. Uh, like they try to say like little boys with long hair is like gay. Mm-hmm. And it's like this is literally hair that's growing on your scalp. What are you talking about? Are you just I mad because not? I have like when I was younger, I was little John John. They wanted me to play football and shit. I tried it out, you know. We'll do for the bitch like me wanting finna keep getting hit. Okay, bitch, you hit me, I want to fight. <laughs> so one time, I think. My mama ex-husband, right? I think I would sleep on a couch as a kid, you know, stressful at school elementary tees. And um, it was time to go to practice, but I was sleeping. He was like, let's go. I said, no, I'm asleep. And he was like, well, if you don't go now, you're quitting. Bye. <laughs> Bye. The fuck? I didn't want to play anyways. So my neighbor, she was a cheerleader on the team. So one day I went with her. My love fast tells still. <laughs> and then the coach was like, "You should cheer with us." And all I was thinking in the back of my head, like, "Child, you tell, me. you tell my guardian that you want me to cheer, bitch." It's so decent here, And now it's so crazy. That's another now one. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I am a cheerleader, and it's just crazy because I could. I'm not gonna say I'm bad, but I could be much better than what I am now if, if I you started, started earlier. Earlier, yes. If and your parents so that mm-hmm. people don't understand that the history behind cheerleading that cheerleading started from males. Yeah. And if you see the male cheerleaders, they don't do some moves that the female cheerleaders do. Now, granted, me bitch, I'm shaking my love cootie, honey. But that's nor here nor there. You know, the male mm-hmm. cheerleaders they lift the girls up with the yeah. 
So I just don't understand why you people don't let your sons use those backhand springs, athleticness, strongness, lift these bitches up and perform. It's just a lot of misconceptions, and it's mostly yeah. in the black community. Community, mm-hmm. mostly in the policing. Black but that, it, and then it then goes back to like growing up black. You kind of grow up kind of fast. Um, you grow up of more of like you have to be kind of grown. So it's like, can we be kids? Because when we get in this real world, we already got two strikes against us. You're a black man, or you got two strikes against you, you're a black woman. Like, you are, we already have these strikes against us. So it's like, let us please. For the, That's why I'm like, if I ever decide to have children, I'm going to at least let them be kids. Because I feel like a lot of times, like, no shade to like my parents or anything, I didn't feel like I had a chance to be a kid. Mm-hmm. But I think another thing is too, like, my parents seen how, like, not like a mature us so it was kind of more like he don't need to be no kid he came out the womb acting like a 65 year old but it's just like can i just be a kid please sometimes and a lot of times i felt like that growing up like dang i don't feel like a kid like i feel like i feel grown sometimes so let our kids be kids please uh which this brings us to our next um question so it was this commercial i think it was german this german commercial where Santa Claus had him a little nigga. Santa Claus had a little DL Trey. Mm-hmm. And in the commercial, they they didn't speak English. So he was, they basically, uh, the man was in the, the living room and he was on his little iPad. Let's, and Santa Claus came in. Now Santa Claus, and this, he was a little frail. He looked like Santa Claus, Santa Claus like he was on that shit. <laughs> he was real skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus giving us now nourished. Uh, and so he so the man was like, What are you doing here? And Santa Claus was like, they wasn't talking in English. So he was basically saying him, he was like, I hired more help this year so I could spend more time with you. And he said, Because I love you that much, or something like that along the line. Then they stopped talking and then man came forward and then Santa Claus, they kind of got real close and the music started. And then they kissed and the people was going crazy, like super sent the gutter snipe, the one that has a different man around her children every month. Uh, she said, <laughs> Lewis um, X she was like yeah no and i'm like girl you the same when you have a different man around your kids every month yeah no to that like you sure but it's i don't know like i still don't know how to feel about Santa claus um having him a little side nigga or Santa claus or you will go ahead now i kind of have to agree with the super scent here not everything what she said, but lately, and then I just, I literally just saw um, the new, like, added pieces to the LGBT, and it said LGBTQ2+. I don't know what the two means. Um, the plus, don't know what that means either, but on the other hand, back to what I was saying earlier, how we trying to, everything's not gay, 
but I also think that the gay community now is trying to make everything gay. I could agree with I yes and no. I I kind of agree with that. Um, like I think su- one of the superheroes, Superman. Like they made Superman. He was bisexual. Santa Claus is now gay. I don't agree with that because of my, no my thing is like let's just make new characters and make them gay how about that yeah and that's what she was saying and um that's the part i agree with what she was saying in her tweet that she made she was just saying instead of let's changing things let's make something new yeah i would say that like let's make some new characters some new shows some new stuff and make them gay make them bisexual make them lesbian questioning like all of that like let's make them that like we don't have to try it sometimes comes off as performative like we're Mm -hmm. doing this to make you happy we're doing this to make the girls are you pleased like that's what it's giving sometimes so it gives performative sometimes um so i can understand like where that where that's coming from because it's just like we don't we don't we ain't got to make everything gay now like um but like but think about it everything that we had growing up is straight so that is some other people's arguments like playing devil advocate like they like well growing up we seen straight people kissing the mom and dad on the cartoon show what's wrong with the mom and the mom and dad and dad or whatever um and i and i do agree with that but i think my thing is like let's just leave all the old stuff alone leave it be and let's make some new stuff and mm-hmm. something that we can call our own, basically. Because I think one of the characters on Sesame Street is gay now, too. Yeah. They're gay or lesbian. But I think what Sesame Street, what Sesame Street to do, what they're doing is they're trying to make inclusivity because they have a, a character on there. She's actually autistic. And another character they have on there, I think the girl's dad is like a drug addict i don't i feel like i'm saying this wrong but i know the one girl is autistic that was the first new character the autistic um, yeah so i think with sesame street they're trying to do inclusivity but they're not like making elmo gay they're not making big bird gay they're not making the grouch gay they're having like new little ragamuffins i don't know what they call like the little people and they're adding them in and like you know putting their spin on it but i don't i feel like like martin luther king said what advantage is there to being integrated into a burning house um like that's on like racism like why do we want to be integrated into a burning house same thing i could apply this that to this like why do we want to like mess with the old things like let's leave some let's leave the old stuff alone like i said and let's create something new and that's it so um but seven claus i know that's right seven claus got him a little deal trade and he gonna and he gonna stick beside him. And this I, is your I, man. I just think, like you said, we need to make new characters for people. But this also goes back to what I was saying in the last topic about the um, straight people. We need to let these kids be kids because even though when we were younger and we were kids. We really never, well, I I know I really never had nobody in my ear telling me I had to be straight, but that was just what I was around. 
So it was kind of like me, I knew I was different and I knew what the norm was, but I never had nobody in my ear telling me like, oh, well, you need to do this. You need to do that until I got older and started going into a different path or whatnot. But I just think us as everybody, straight people, gay people, black people, white people, racism, everything, we need to let kids be kids and stop trying to move them up to the next level yet because they're not ready. They need to really go through the process of being a kid, then a preteen, teenager, and young adult. Let's stop trying to make our kids grown older than what they need to be. Because like I said, it fucks them up in the long run. Yeah, because then then it's more of, I notice a lot of things. I've noticed, like I was talking to my therapist about how growing up, um, um, brain fart, I'm sorry. I saw my therapist about growing up about how my my stepmom would say like very scathing comments to me and my, and I would I would defend myself because like who are you talking to but like we said last episode like there was a way that you had to defend yourself because of you being a kid mm-hmm. but I was always met with the response of well she's an adult and like that's a trigger for me like when, and I noticed that growing up like that's a trigger so when we are forcing kids to grow up very early they have child that's this is when the childhood trauma occurs because you are forcing them to basically move faster than what they need to and that's when those unresolved issues jump right back into your adulthood i'm telling you childhood trauma literally rolls over into your adulthood and and it'll basically be a hindrance in your life if you let it for the duration of your life until you handle it so like like i do agree with that like leave the kids be kids so they won't be so screwed up in the future amen because what i that was like the same thing with you when i was younger like i had to grow up faster too not only that because on one side of my family i was the oldest on my mom's side i'm mm-hmm. the oldest child so when she was at work or gone or the woo i was the mama or daddy or whatever i was you know feeding bathing put in bed make sure stuff was straight before she came back in or whatever so when I went to school I used to always get in trouble because my teachers they were all my teachers who would tell my mom like parent conferences that he's a great kid but it's just his mouth he likes to talk back but I had to defend myself as an adult I portrayed myself as an adult because child at home that's what I was giving the kids were listening to me and now I have to come hear and listen to you it really wasn't mashing up and it, yeah it really handled a girl because they like damn this little bitch she actually know what she's talking about but at the same time like you said it was well a, that's an adult you have to respect adults and like that's a trigger for you that's a, i hate that still to this day i don't give a fuck if you're 36 86 26 bitch don't disrespect me and i'm not gonna disrespect you you and my best friends say this all the time it's not what you say it's how you say it i don't give a fuck if i was eight don't motherfucking talk to me like i'm stupid like i'm your kid or like i'm just so incapable of understanding what you're talking about bitch yeah (laughs) water (laughs) 
what he said. Because, <laughs> bro, I'll have to cuss you out. And I will hate to get into your ass, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo. But yeah, I, it's just leave the kids alone. Like, just, just leave them alone. Like, why y'all be messing with the kids? Yeah. Let the babies behave. Let let the children let the let the children be children. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so I wanted to. I, I, we was gonna wait to bring this up, but I wanted to. I just wanted to give y'all a piece of advice. So I was watching um, Portia Family Matters on Bravo last Sunday, um, and. Portia, Portia, Portia. Oh, it's like Miss PW, honey. Portia Williams. It's like I don't. So, because here was like a couple things that stood out to me. One was stood out to me was that obviously the fact that you are dating a man, you are engaged to a man who is still legally married, even though he is not like mentally, emotionally, and physically like with his wife. He is still legally by the state of Georgia married to his wife. I don't know, not now, but when they were filming the show, he was still legally married to his wife. Um, Portia. I just don't get it. Like, and then, is it the money? Like, but then my thing is like, you had your own money. Like you, you were mm-hmm. working with Dish. You was doing the Bravo chat rooms. You was on RHOA. Um, what else was she doing? She was doing something else. Portia had money. She was. Isn't I think she, she had like an artist or something of some sort. I don't know about that, but I know she her. She has her own uh, hairline. She has her own boutique. I thought she had so, a song or two. She probably do. She probably do got a song or two. But it's just like, what? Is, I don't get it. Like, is it the money? Like, are you, but she did quit her job. She did quit, or she quit too. Dish Nation and RHOA. So she probably still has the boutique and, you know, she did write a book though. She did write a book. So I don't know. It's just, and then the second thing that like kind of stuck out to me was that the fact like they were on the date. So on the show, she says that for her birthday party, her 40th birthday party was like, this was like their first time popping out in Atlanta together. Like this was like first time like being in the public, seeing with each other for her birthday. So it was like on the show, it was a lot of firsts. So like she's on, she's on a date with him and they talking about like family situations. I'm like, y'all should have been, y'all should have been had this conversation. And turns out that his granddaddy had 25 wives and his daddy had two wives. And she was like, she told me like, well, I'm American and it's going to be one wife and one husband. I'm like, so you think, but right. it's just like, I don't know. I feel, my piece of advice to y'all out there listening and watching, learn from this. And as much as you may like a man or a woman or anybody, there's a way to be fast and slow, I would say. Uh, like medium speed like don't I notice a lot and uh, you can attest to this like a lot of people grow they get married very fast and they get in relationships really fast especially church kids mm-hmm. um, like they just 
they 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 be married. They they leave graduation and they go down to the courthouse and get married. I didn't I seen it. Them hoes be married at 20, 19. I'm 19, 20. I'm telling you, they walk off, they get their diploma, they walk off the stage and they go down to the courthouse and get married. Um I would just say like take it slow. Now some niggas be taking it too slow. You don't want to be one of niggas too slow. But don't be so like like wide open, eyes wide open for these men and these women because you think they have something that you like. So I don't know, like Portia, I, I don't know. I'm I'm like Portia. What is going on? I'm just and y'all know these niggas be dumb. They these niggas be dumb. They don't be smart, or they think they be smart, but really they be dumb. And they show how dumb they are by pulling their pants down and showing their butt. And it's just like, and it's just like the way he ended it with his last wife. Like one thing I noticed about me is that they never really like break up with you or like like basically like cut the conversation or cut it off they usually just act funny or they act weird and then they just like ghost you and leave you alone i noticed that like i've never had anyone grant me the courtesy of saying like hey i'm not interested in this i'm not interested in you let's leave this alone it's always been like you want to act funny and so i'm just tired of it and i just leave you alone but then that gives them the opportunity to basically jump back in your life when they're ready to come back because you left them alone Mm-hmm. And like the way that sounds like the way he ended it with his ex-wife, like he just blasted it on the internet about her cheating on him. And then a month later he popped out with Portia. So like, what is that about? <laughs> That's her, her little Nigerian man, her little old man. You can relate to Portia. He he owed Mr. <laughs> he owed his fuck. No, I'm talking about Mr. Cun. Oh, girl. <laughs> no, he is not. You know what? It's a, I see an ID from CBD Bay. I told you how old CBD Bay is, so. I don't believe it now. Since my man is just so old, I just, I don't believe it. Yo, man, yo, man, your man left you for dead. <laughs> but he, well, my thing was, well, Mr. Cuff didn't look 30. Oh. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Wait. Hey, child, did, did, did we tell the people how old I was? Well, my homegirls know how old. Oh shit! You're above the age. You're above the age, so you're fine. You're above the consent, the legal consent age, so you're fine. My father listens to this. <laughs> this is a joke. This is com- comedic relief. This is scripted. This is loving. This is scripted. This is. <laughs> Mona, come out. Come on out, Mona. 
Mona, show yourself. <laughs> show yourself, Mona. Mona, show yourself. Well, like you said, my ID says I'm legal, so. You know, I've not, and I tell people this all the time. Um, I be telling y'all that you need to at least date one daddy in your life. Not more. You counting them? Don't count them. Just, <laughs> I said one, just one. You do need to date like a, a have older. You? Have I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told you. Oh yeah, because I said I still had you beat. Don't yeah. say that age now. <laughs> Let's not. Yeah, we ain't gonna say that one. But yeah, he was thirty-one. He was nice. He was an investment banker. He had money. He had a gold American Express card. Mm. This is one of our dates. He's pointing that thing out. He say clank 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 on the table. <laughs> but um, yeah. But he he had a lot of issues. But um, that I could not fix. But no, nah, yeah. You do need to just at least one. Um, and because they they they'll teach you some things. They they teach you a lot of things. They the reason why I don't like to date men that's like more than four years older than me because then they get into like daddy mode and they be trying to when they talk to you it's not like somebody's daddy like you start like who dad are you but see I had that problem with people closer to my age like four to five years older than me I had that problem with them and then the problem with people who are my age ugh can't stand them niggas. Them niggas act like kids to me. But I was, ah, yeah, no. Nah, it's just like it just gives daddy, like it gives daddy to me. It's just giving like dad. You trying to set up here, tell somebody what to do. And it's just, I remember one time he said he was talking to me about something. I said, "Oh, he's like my dad." He's like, "Well, your dad must be a wise man." Like, oh, oh yeah, that would have been like mm-hmm. oh turn off. Uh, but no, yeah, you have to. Um, okay, <clears throat> you have to at least date one daddy in your life. Um, and he gonna teach you some things. Um, a lot of times, th- them being around that big age, uh, they kind of got like the bull crap out their system. And I've noticed, like, yeah, like, uh, when I was dating him, he was very honest. And I do not like liars. I don't like people that sugarcoat stuff or, like, blatantly lie or, like, sugarcoat it, sugarcoat lies. Like, you tell me half the truth. But he was just, like, very honest. And, like, he was very, like, straightforward. And he just told the truth, which I really did appreciate about him. But... Um. Yeah. So, but he was very honest, and a lot of times, like I said, they got the bull crap out their system. They be a lot honest. They know what they be talking about most of the time. Um, I did not. I did not have sex with that man. But okay, now let me say this: Me and Mister Cub have not. I just want to put that out there. Oh, boom! You had a boom, boom. You haven't boinged. <laughs> but a lot of times, like, they be knowing what they be doing on. Like, he was telling me about something. I was like, oh, I've never heard of that before. They be knowing what they be doing. 
I don't um, play those games. <laughs> I have not. I'm glad I didn't experience it because <laughs> then I probably would have been somewhere around here slashing tires, uh, like the last one. Yeah, but they, 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 we talking about they've been around this earth a couple of times. And, I want to know when recording in progress. <laughs> what you want to know? What? Which what he like, told you? What did he? What did he tell me? He told me. Oh, we're gonna say it on Beyonce's internet. Yeah, I'm gonna try to make it sound cute. Okay, y'all get to get a little. Y'all get a little sneak peek. He told me that he could make. <laughs> he. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Beyonce get a little stage nervous, stage fright. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't. I'm gonna see. I'm okay. So he told me that he can make me um release without no hands. You, you use your imagination. What that mean? What that mean? He can make me the evoca- the volcano could erupt with no hands. He could it was a certain way he knew how to have emotion in the ocean to do that. And you could release. He told me he was gonna do that to me. <laughs> um like I said they know what they be talking about. Um they he asked Mr. Cup. <laughs> Let me call See, him. You know how to do that. Do you know how to do that? My friend said, y'all old niggas, y'all geriatric niggas know what y'all be doing. Let me ask him to see what he know a few tricks in the playground. They probably did that. He probably do. If he if he been around this earth a couple times, they probably know what they be doing. They they know how to go on dates. They know how to plan dates. Um, I, like I said, I only dated one dude that's like way older than me. He was eleven years older than me. Um, well, actually twelve because I was eighteen when I started dating when I dated him. Um, which I forgot. Like we like the dates we went on were like thoughtful. They were very planned out. Like he. Like basically, like these these old men know what they be doing, but I but also too, um, I noticed that too, like in their twenties, they know what they be doing too. They just they choose they choose they choose when to like let you know when they know, but they know what they be doing. Now the older niggas, they just do it off bat because they just. They just smooth cats. Like I feel that. like them niggas, they be ready to like actually like okay, get into serious shit. They want a serious relationship. Older so, niggas, older men? Yes. Yeah, so they want to start off with, you know, the bangers. They want to boom, 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 boom. Cause they <sighs> want, you know, boom, 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 do boom. Your mic is going in and out. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I was far from, I'm sorry for me. He didn't want, let me try that. He didn't know, he didn't want a relationship. No, he did. He was not monogamous. And the, and the funny part about it is, me and my friend were kind of going through the same thing at the same time because she had asked me, like, what would you do? And I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, hell no, nah. I ain't talking about a monogamous. 
And like, I was trying to get like, and I was really trying to think like, you know, trying to help her out. And then like a couple of weeks later, it happened to me. Um, but no, we were going to be taking it. So that's why we cut that off because I want to be in a monogamous relationship. But no, he actually was looking for a relationship. He was. So I don't know. Well, you kind of, you got it with Mr. Cuff. He wanted a relationship. Yeah, but I don't want one right now. But y'all in one. For him. Uh, <laughs> for him. With that old man. You better stop. I'm t- these old men, they, I told you they be knowing what they be doing. These old <laughs> they going to show up to your job. Oh, see, there. Okay. Oh, work bay got to go out and handle that. <laughs> I can't save you. Your mammy can't save you. I can't save you. I'm just kidding, y'all. <laughs> Let's see. If this takes me to Christmas, then I might. I might. I might be in a relationship. What, so so y'all are dating but not exclusively basically no he's dating just not me I'm, I'm not dating. you confusing me he's dating me I'm not dating him don't think about it too much now nah. just let it like roll through your head you know I think you know I overthink <laughs> <laughs> Just let so, it like, wait, you know. What does he think? So what do he think y'all doing? Playing hopscotch? No, he think, you know, I'm his little shoddy. What's he paying said? <laughs> so, but don't get me wrong now. I'm not out here doing nothing with nobody else. I don't play them games either now. What about me? Girl. I'm telling you, that man going lick you up and down and do some tricks on you. You're going to be running back some of that old man going <laughs> straight. <laughs> you know, old niggas, they yeah. drink, old niggas, they drink like, uh, they drink like old cognac and the whiskey. <laughs> then they going to pour him a glass of whiskey and get the work on you. You're going to take a little more than whiskey, Max. A bitch like me. <laughs> I can hold my liquor now. You gonna get him some whiskey. He gonna have some um some some um, Al Green plan. <laughs> I need the email, motherfucking Hennessy, so I can get a brand deal. Cause bitch, I done talked about them hoes a lot of times on here. Bitch, no brand deal yet? <laughs> yep, just yet. But uh, yeah, these old men ain't. You better be careful for you be married soon. Mm-mm, child. I can't do that. He's not in the NBA. <gasps> Wait, you better stop playing with stop playing with that old man. He is not um Simon. Yes, I'm trying to be like PW where I'm quitting all my jobs <laughs> for a nigga. So you trying to do that? No, I'm trying to. We we just had this conversation about Portia. 
<laughs> now I'm talking shit because I need my own money. Because if a nigga say go, bitch, I need to find some work. I need to be some but a bitch like me, I'm so slick. My name's gonna be on the deed of the house, bitch. So who won't care? I'll go no, to the living room, bitch. I go to the basement. The fuck? I go to the east wing, bitch. But other than that, who you say you ain't going, Danny Lee or me? <laughs> now with my two month old baby. Huh? You said your what? I said now with my two month old baby. Oh, two month old baby. We ain't having no kids, so I don't even know why y'all sitting here having scam show on me. Little baby. But I got you. let's get into this last segment of the show. <clears throat> Drum roll, please. I always fuck up the drum. I always fuck up the drum. I do that shit different every fucking week. All right, let's start over. Oh, go ahead. One, two, three. B. You got your B. You got your B. Can I get a you? You, yeah, you, yeah, you. Can I get a U? Mm. Mm-hmm. Dumb of the week. Yeah, broke, broke ugly, ugly and, and miserable. Bump Bump of the week. week. Broke, ugly, and miserable. And miserable. So, y'all, this is the segment of our show where we display somebody who has had the characteristics of broke, ugly, and miserable. And do you have the bums from last week? Yes, I do. Who were our bums from last week? What are... Wait, the last show was the show before Thanksgiving? Yeah, the show on Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, that's what I said. The week seems long. Okay. <clears throat> My bum of the week was Miss Boosty Badass. Uh, your bum of the week was the three gentlemen who killed Ahmad Aubrey, RP to him. And Nay's bum of the week was the idiot who crashed into her building. So, um, the three gentlemen, I have sentenced them with a life in prison without parole. So mm-hmm. they will not be getting out of bum jail. What about your bum? Is little Bussy? What's little Bussy? How he doing? How she I don't doing? know. Hopefully, hopefully he can get out of jail before the holidays. But right now he's still in there. Okay. It's, okay. We got to call Nate to see if Crasher's still in jail. I, I feel like Crasher will still be in jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, with parole though, prison with parole. Um, so who was your bum of the week this week? Um, my bum of the week is Mr. CBJ. Oh my god, I seen that because he basically was arguing with Faith, got into it, put her out, and then got on the internet and then apologized to her. Like, what's going on up in that house? Yes, like, my problem with you celebrities is one minute y'all want to put y'all business out there, next minute y'all want to come back look like some hypocrites and say, sorry, we was going through something. We do go through that shit in y'all own house. In private. On Beyonce's motherfucking internet. I mean, because yes. we going to talk about it here on her radio. But don't come back looking like a motherfucking stupid because now you a bum of the week, bitch. Now you want a motherfucking docket hoe 
and your name finna get written down and you about to get sent to the bitch. Mm-hmm. Because you want to You're a husband. That's what you husbands need to do. Before you motherfucking ask a woman to marry you, learn how to be a husband. Learn what a husband is first. A husband doesn't get on social media and motherfucking humiliate and embarrass his wife. Yeah. You are the man. You are the head of the household. How bitch made up you. What's that? Ooh. So, Miss DBJ, I sentence you to 50 years with maybe parole if I'm feeling good on a good day. Okay. Well, all right. Well, my mom of the week is CBD Bay. Uh, <laughs> we got into it. And yeah, so I'm going to just sentence him to community service. Okay. We gonna see community service. CBD Bay, you are com- you have community service. Ooh. CBD. Why come CBD? Not I don't like know. I don't know why you come CBD too. CBD is the the weed oil, child. <laughs> I meant to say CD Bay, not CBD, but it's fine. Yeah, we were saying it the whole show. We've been saying CBD, like the oil, child. Yes. But, yeah. I mean, it can kind of go with it. If you think of when she cuts us off, I'm going to tell you how we can go with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to let you explain it. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all, until next week, I'm that's Karen. And I am that boy, Dave. And I holla. I holla.